Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus it's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. You know, it, it was definitely an alarming game for me. And, I mean, where do you start? It's a perfect storm of just kind of shit right now between not having yeah. Debo and Trent in the defense, just completely going in the tank. And we're going to talk about that at length and some stats that are just scary. But let's start with Brock, like you said, because he's been playing to say something that that you said, like a 23-year-old quarterback. That's that's what he's been playing like. And I think in some ways there's been an unfair amount of, I don't know, people just treat him like he's a fourth or fifth-year player and he just should be good. And then I had people saying to me too, well, didn't, didn't they move on from Trey Lance because they, you know, they didn't want to go through this with Lance. No, they moved on from Lance because they didn't, they didn't think he was very good. And they thought Purdy was much better. I mean, if they thought Lance had this huge ceiling and he was going to be a great quarterback, Lance would still be here. Lance would not be have been beaten out by Sam Darnold, but I don't want to get into that. They, they rolled with Purdy because of how good he looked last year. They trusted what they saw, but they knew everybody knew with who's looking at this in reality, that there were going to be ups and downs. Now, the reason you think you could get through those ups and downs is because you have a top, what we thought, three or four defense and playmakers all around him. So the only thing Brock Purdy was supposed to have to do this year was play point guard, make some throw with big throws here and there, but mainly play point guard and don't screw it up. The past couple of games, he's been asked to do more than play point guard. They've gotten behind. They've needed him to drop back and throw, and maybe it's a case of him doing too much. I, I wrote down the, the the five throws that were, I guess, turnover-worthy, if that's how you want to put it. But there were also some throws, Brian, he threw that were dimes. Some of the Absolutely. plays downfield that he threw to George Kittle, oh, my God, that throw from the end zone mm-hmm. at the end of the mm-hmm. second quarter, my God, he made some yeah. great throws. But, again, yeah. at the end, things just kind of fell apart a little bit. Yeah, you know – I thought there were some actually some really nice bright spots from Brock Purdy in his game yesterday. And obviously fourth quarter turnovers are going to sink a lot of teams. I get that. Mm -hmm. And Brock has to take better care of the ball. And I would say that 
there again, one of the one of the things that we love most about Brock Purdy is his decision making. It's what's between his ears. And that's what that's what allows him to overcome some of his physical limitations. But if his decision making is going to start regressing or and or there were some poor decisions, even in that incredible run and just some luck with those not turning into turnovers, whatever the were. case may be, yeah, yeah. whatever the case may be, if, if there's going to be regression there, that's going to be tough to overcome for his game because, again, he does not have the physical tools to really just kind of take over a game like a Josh Allen, a Lamar Jackson, a Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Now, does that mean that that the sky is falling? Absolutely not. And what I like most about him is his unflappability. And while that hasn't necessarily shown itself in the fourth quarter, uh, I don't, I still don't, I don't feel like he goes out there without the confidence that he can get these things done. The decision-making again is suspect at best. I think we can chalk that up last game against the Vikings to the, to suffering a concussion. I don't think you can chalk that up here. The first interception that he threw, that's a play where he knows what that play was supposed to be. It was a busted run play. And he no, he should know that because it's a run play, even if it's busted, by the time he goes to throw that ball, you're going to have offensive linemen downfield, which means that even if you complete that pass, it's coming back for illegal man downfield. Dirt it. Throw it away. Yeah, Do something bounds, like that, right? Don't think that you can make a play when whatever play you make is going to be negated anyway. Decision-making. The second one, my God, I thought he had a 10 on his back with that interception because that was a classic Jimmy Garoppolo not seeing the underneath defender and throwing it directly to him. That's one. Did you see? No excuse. Did, did you see Mayoko or Kurt Warner break that play down? So I I guess what happened, and this isn't, I mean, Brock probably still should not have thrown that ball, but either the design was bad or somebody ran the wrong route. Because if you watch it, Mm -hmm. I think it was Jennings and Ayuk. They basically ran to the same spot on the field. So you had two guys coming across the middle at the same spot in the field, and the defender just kind of bunched there. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Purdy thought if he was going to go to the left, did he stay there, whatever it was. So Brock still looked like he threw it directly at him. So, again, I'm not making an excuse for him. But if you watch that play, Kurt Warner put it on his timeline. Um, and Mayoko was talking about it on, on NBC Sports. He, he had just spoken yeah. about it, but Warner actually breaks it down where you can see the design of the play and the two receivers kind of bunched together. And 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 that's another thing. If if you go out there and you look at guys like Kurt Warner, you look at guys like JT O'Sullivan, you look at guys that have played the position before that have broken down Brock's game, they're largely very, very high on Brock and and mm-hmm. and how he's playing. Even his his game yesterday and the other thing that i the 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 silver lining that i want to take away from that game is his sneaky athleticism brock purdy's escapability is is very very good and not only that but he's got enough juice to to scramble for 57 yards now part of the problem is that their run game has been non-existent and yes and that's the thing and that's here's my biggest takeaway, I said this to you before before we started recording, my biggest takeaway, and I tweeted this out yesterday, and I appreciate that there's a, a, a large number of fans that have interacted with that 
and largely found, you know, haven't, haven't been ready to jump off the cliff, but Brock Purdy is 23 years old. He'll be 24 in December. He still has not started a full season of games in the NFL. If you are mad at Brock Purdy, your anger is misplaced. Brock Purdy is a second-year quarterback who is going to make these mistakes. He is going to. Mm -hmm. What the 49ers determined was that they believed that he would make these mistakes less often than Trey Lance would which is why they went with Brock Purdy. Let's not mention Trey Lance's name again, because that doesn't matter. That's over. But if you, again, are angry at Brock Purdy, that anger is misplaced, because where that anger needs to go is to the decision makers, a.k.a. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, who put Brock Purdy in this position, decided to go with a second-year quarterback because it allowed them to continue to spend money on what is supposed to be an elite defense and elite offensive playmakers. They've done that. And those offensive playmakers, that elite defense is supposed to be able to prop him up when he goes through situations like this, inevitable situations where his play is not going to be at a high level like it was through the first five games mm -hmm. of the season. And to me, that's the real story. The real story is, A, this defense, what the hell is happening? And then the other thing that I came away with is, as much as we talked about Brandon Ayuk being the better wide receiver than Debo Sam Samuel, and I still stand by that, it is really evident now how important Debo Samuel oh, is, yeah. not only to this offense, but to Kyle Shanahan as a play caller. You can see Kyle Shanahan misses Debo because there's so much that he can do to get his offense back in rhythm simply by getting the ball in Debo's hands, and he's missing that. Yeah. And so and it, all of that, all of that leads to anger at Brock Purdy. And like I said, it's just misplaced. He's a second year quarterback. This is going to happen. Mm -hmm. The growing pains are going to happen. The problem is you had Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch say, we got rid of Trey Lance because this is a win now team and we cannot, we cannot, uh, what did it, what was it? We essentially, we, we can't be going through growing pains with a, a quarterback who is still learning because this team is ready to win now. And it's Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch who said Brock Purdy is the real deal is, is being the key word there, right? Declarative. They said he's the real deal. Now, when he struggles, the fans go, wait a second. You told mm -hmm. me he was the real deal. He shouldn't be doing these things. And I'm like, wait a second. I understand what they said, but take a step back and go, this is still a second-year quarterback who was right. taken with the last pick in the draft for a reason. Has he exceeded those, those expectations? A hundred percent. Did a lot of people miss on him? Probably. But is he a top 10 quarterback right now no did he play like that through the first five games a hundred absolutely yeah and we had that conversation we said we're not willing to place him in the top 15 overall but just in the context of the 2023 nfl season he was playing at that level he's not playing at that level right now so the defense and other areas of the team are going to have to step up otherwise they're going to continue to lose those games
Yeah, and you mentioned Debo and, and his statistics didn't necessarily show it the last year plus, but just his presence on the field. Just maybe if, if you look at his stat line and he has two catches for 47 yards, but one of those was a 35-yard screen play when they were backed up and he took mm -hmm. the ball and got the Niners in a good spot. They they missed that. They missed the threat of him.